That was the best lemon I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. What a scandalous week. A scandalous show. We are about to have a scandalous everything. A full house. A full scandalous house. Hello, I'm Ruby. <laughs> We've got Sarah right here. And I'm Liz. Lachlan. Yeah, Liz. The true L's. L squared. Oh my god, true. After a show, this was a couple of weeks ago, Liz was like, Lachlan, we should make a podcast and we should call it L squared. And I was like, cool, what would the podcast be about? And Liz was like, <laughs> no. sex and relationships. And it's like, Liz, that's what we just did. <laughs> For two hours. For two Every single hours. Sunday. This was the- There's always more to talk about, you know? Ironically, this was the week he was just bullying me. So you're going to need to be more specific. That's every week. <laughs> and you love it. So... <laughs> Kinky. Okay. What a start. If you want to find more kinky content on the socials, you can head to Naughty Rude Sin. That's S-Y-N on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, where Liz keeps the socials popping every single week. But if people want to get involved, Sarah, where can they get involved? Well, you can always hit us up on those socials that you just read out for us, Naughty Rude Sin, S-Y-N. Or you can submit your juicy, sexy kinky questions anonymously at the naughty rude show dot dot com forward slash ask but ruby sometimes things can get like a little hot and heavy and not in the way that we like so there are some helplines available yes so we have 1-800-RESPECT 1-800-737-732 it's also beyond blue which is one three double oh double two four six three six or the q life helpline which is 1-800-184-527 we aren't medical professionals just to clarify um so we can only offer advice just putting that out there if you've got a burning question get someone to answer it who actually knows what yeah. they're talking about but tell us about it tell us yeah, about it first yeah. tell us how it no, goes no 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 don't tell us about it first tell your medical professional about it first tell us about it at every stage we need the three-act structure <laughs> Oh, true. Let me body double this experience for you. Yeah, just mm-hmm. to actually just invite us along. Yeah. I'll yes. book the appointment. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> it can be like a FaceTime call. Yeah. You, us, the doctor. <laughs> as well as turning your telehealth consult into a group call, we have a packed show tonight. We're going to be talking about our Naughty Rude Weeks, our letter of the week, which is fantastic. It's how I'm learning the alphabet. Ruby, you were watching the FIFA game last week. I was. Oh, I could talk about it all night, but we'll, we'll talk we a bit will. more about it later. We will. <laughs> Amazing. So, so much happening. Now we'll get into our Naughty Rude Weeks. It wasn't particularly, like, naughty or rude, but basically I was going on an overnight hike last night with my boyfriend and we decided on the drive there to listen to a podcast about nine hikers who'd been found dead in the Serbian mountains. This was, like, 30 years ago, so it was a long time. Why would you do yeah. that? Well, I it need just, to know. like, we were listening to another podcast and it just, like, hap- it just cued itself next, like, it was by accident and we were just we just let it play. Anyway, so it was just, like, freaked myself out because there was, like, all these, like, weird things that had happened to these hikers and they were, like, was it yetis? Was it aliens? Was it the Russian KGB? <laughs> anyway, so the whole time on this hike I was like, oh, my God, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna die some dramatic way. So it was a rogue thing to do, shouldn't have done it. But, you know, I survived, I'm here. <laughs> but was it a good podcast? It was so good. It's just the gist. I love just the gist. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm listening to, of course, after I listen to the Naughty Road Show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, my naughty rude week. It started immediately after our oh, last no. show. I was editing the podcast of this show. Liz was also in the office. We ended up leaving Senate at about midnight. A man that Liz had been seeing came by the yeah. office at that point. And so it was like, okay, they're going to go get food yep. at this point, like 10 past midnight yep. on Monday morning. And I'm going to go the other way. <sighs> it's going to be fine. Tell me how I end up in an Uber with them both <laughs> after having bought their Maccas. What? <laughs> Liz, <You're>, Lay. <laughs> yeah. This is how you get men to buy you things. You be buy. friends with Lachlan? <laughs> Just be friends with Lachlan because what does Lachlan say? He's done everyone, this twice now. Everyone, yeah. I've done it more than that. <laughs> everyone says I have just I stressed out, anymore. stressed out single dad energy. <laughs> I am now claiming that very much. So now when I'm with someone and we're like getting food or whatever and they yeah. go to pay for it, I'm like, no, 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 let daddy take care of it. <laughs> And every time he does that, I just feel myself getting weak in the knees. Yeah, getting all flustered and blush. Yeah. But someone did say this week, Lachlan, you want to be daddy, but you're just dad. <laughs> Maybe I know you're definitely What does it mean to be daddy? I think someone learned that on Tuesday morning when they made the mistake of asking me for help with something, but we'll get to that a little later oh in the show. Oh, my Lord. Liz, how was your naughty rude week? I thought it was really exceptionally funny that we got into the Uber and Lachlan sat next to me and he sat, the guy sat in front. I put Even him though... in the front seat. Right? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not getting in the front seat. And then there's like the couple in the back. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. You're like, I'm the chaperone here. We have to split here. them up. <laughs> and and literally like up. after Lachlan leaves, like the Uber drives, keeps continuous driving. And he just turns around and looks at me. He's like, I could have moved to the back seat. I'm like, why didn't you? And he was like... <laughs> I didn't want to leave the car. <laughs> I felt too awkward. Fantastic. So it was my pretty impact. Much just him in the front seat, me in the back seat, going to my house. Criminal. Awkward, 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 awkward. It's like when you're driving. Romance isn't dead. Yeah. Not, not really that awkward, but if you want me to like reinvigorate your romance, uh, he did make me French toast this morning. Oh. Cute. Was it good French toast? Pretty solid French toast. In all honesty, I need the recipe. He's not giving it to me. So he can keep making it's it gatekeeping. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, genius, genius. He's taking one out of that book. I'm a sucker for a chef, man. Uh, what can I say? And that just leaves me and my naughty does. Rubric, I can't wait to hear this. Which, this, it feels like a real-life meet-cute. I don't think I've had many meet-cutes happen, ever. But you really put the cute in meet-cute for this oh, one. Oh, my goodness, did I ever. So, obviously, the Matildas... Love, loves Woo. of my life. Um, I picture this. I go to Amy Park to watch the semifinal. We lose. It's very sad. I can't but you got tickets to the semifinal. Amazing. I didn't. I was at Amy Park. It was in like Brisbane. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm not, yeah, I, yeah, I remember I'm that. not even. I'm not even actually at the game. I am just at a stadium where people are sitting and looking at screens. Yeah, it's so much fun. The energy is crazy. Everyone's cheering. And then I decide the perfect time to go to the bathroom is halftime. Because I don't want to. I don't want to leave when they score a goal. Yeah, of course. No, of course not. Of course not. Does that mean that the bathroom line is hectic? Yes. Absolutely. It does. Well, for the women's bathroom anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> silly decision on my end, but maybe actually the best decision I've ever made. The line for the bathroom is crazy, and I'm just like in the line, and then I lock eyes across the line, and I'm like, hmm, that is an attractive human being. And then we like you know keep the line keeps progressing, and then we just like are both in the line, and every once in a while like I like make eye contact with them again, and it's just very clear that hey like 
we are both looking at each other. Like that is something that we are both doing. Nothing ever happens. I go back to my housemate. I'm like, oh, I just made eye contact with someone in the bathroom. Love of my life, maybe. Until about three, four days ago when I open up Hinge and you know on Hinge how someone will send you a like and they can like send you a little message at the same time? Uh. The message is, oh my God, this is so completely random, but I think I made eye contact with you in the bathrooms oh at Amy Park God. watching the Matildas. Is that you? Because I couldn't tell if I knew you or if I thought you were cute. And I was like, it was the latter. And now we're going on a date on Friday. Oh my God. A love story. We love it. Where are you going on the date? We're going to an art gallery, actually. That's so, like, opposite to, like, a sports game. (laughs) Yeah. What were the other options? Food, up shops, or outdoors. I feel like it's nice to have, like, things to, like, look at and have conversations about because we have not had many conversations as of yet. We have had the, oh, I made eye contact with you conversation, and, oh, I love the Matildas, and, oh, this is what I do for work. That is it. So I feel like if we struggle with conversation... There is an art gallery. Art gallery as well is just so thematically appropriate because this started with you looking at but not touching each other and now you're like, oh, we're in an art gallery. Look, don't touch. Don't touch the artwork. Yeah, don't touch the artwork. It's so metal. But at the very same time, it is a date in broad daylight. That's different for you. That's different for me. I think every date that I've been on in the past year or so has been evening or at least every first date that I've been on in the past year or so. We were talking off air a little bit. And you were saying you're in your casual-ish yeah, era. I would say so. I feel like I'm usually going on first dates at the moment knowing it's probably not going to be anything serious. But a daytime but date. A daytime date feels, feels like serious. serious. Why does it feel more serious, guys? I feel like nighttime is kind of associated with sex a bit more. And that therefore feels a bit more casual. I feel as well because like it's dark. You feel like you can like hide yourself a bit more. Mm. Like yeah. not like I just feel like it's like the vibe of nighttime is a bit more like mysterious. Yeah. You don't have to open up as much. And you daytime know? feels very intentional. A nighttime yeah. date is like oh I've got like Thursday evening free, but a Friday daytime date just in case anyone was wondering yeah, when yeah. I'm going to the art gallery feels very intentional. Is it kind of like I've set aside this day for you rather than just like oh after after work I'm free? Yeah, I guess. it's like I it's. It's like I'm setting aside time for you. Yeah. And that feels a bit more serious. How are you feeling? Excited? Bit, nervous? A bit nervous. Yeah. Excited nonetheless. I feel like there is a lot of pressure on me because every time I tell this story to anyone, they are like, that is so cute. You are going to get married. It will no, make for a good story at your wedding, but <laughs> it no would pressure. Make the, see, that's the thing. It would just make the best story ever for a wedding, but I cannot put that pressure on myself. No. I refuse. That would be the perfect script. Yeah. It would just be the best script. Like, meet cute. Yeah. I don't even need the happy ending. I can write it myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. You report back next week. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you how it goes. Yeah. Perfect. No, you know, you have to tell me how it goes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. (laughs) Let's not get our, let's not get our wires across. Can we FaceTime into the dates? (laughs) Live stream? Can we? Into the doctor's appointments, into the dates. Yeah. We can just call. Okay. We're patching you in from wherever you are. Yeah. We'll beam you in, Scotty. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not talk about that. My gosh. That was a choice. I'm not a nerd, I promise. <laughs> okay, that has been our Naughty Rude Weeks, I think. It has. Got a question? You can slide into our DMs at the show.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Sarah has just stepped out of the studios. But She's got to get ready. ready for that day. She on does. Friday. It's important. It's a big it's deal. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No. We would never do that to her. No. no we're very excited for her, so... But I can't wait to see the novel and the movie that gets made out of this. Absolutely. But this week is the letter R. 
Letter R. Letter of the week time. There are lots Woo. of R words. Lots and lots of R words. I was struggling so in the beginning, and then I and then I couldn't stop. As someone whose name starts with letter R, Ruby, I'm very excited. It's Ruby's week. Guys. Ruby is not one of the words, but that's fine. First R one. We've got a bit wholesome yet. Romance. Romance. I do love me a good bit of romance. Love a mm. rom com. Love yes. a romance book. Love a romantic gesture. Yes. Love a romantic dinner. All of the romance things. So cute. What was the last kind of big romantic gesture someone made for you, Ruby? I'm sure my boyfriend did something lovely for me recently. But I mean, he, he took you I out hiking. You thought you were going to die. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Trauma bonded. No, he took me out to a sushi train last week, which was lovely. Um, but it was like, I don't know if it's so, like, that romantic because I was just like starving. So like, I was just like, just wanted to eat really quickly. I was like, there's no romance about this. It was not a candlelit sushi train. But I feel like you can it romanticize everything. It doesn't need to be everything. a candlelit sushi yeah. train. Well, he paid, so that's romantic. That is... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us are making ourselves out to be... <laughs> Lachlan, Lachlan isn't because, you know, daddy. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Daddy's taking care of this. <laughs> I mean, Liz, you had your romantic moment this week with the French toast. Yeah, that's very Oh, romantic. that was really, really sweet, yeah. I mean, I've he, got nothing did... to add. <laughs> Our first yeah, date was pretty romantic. You bought Mac is for Liz. So true. That is true. And Daddy took care of it. And the vampire. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's move on to the next R word, shall we? <laughs> Our next word is reverse cowgirl. Does that someone is... explain what this is for anyone who's not... Like, they might not know. It's cowgirl, but reverse. (laughs) (laughs) Just for the visual learners out there, it would be when one person is riding the other, much like how one would ride a a horse. horse? Yeah. But the other way around, so that the ass is a bit more grabbable. Does that check out for everyone? I've never heard someone describe it. Like, that's, like, why it's done. But I love that. Like, yes. It's, like, so I can see the butt. Yeah. Mm. And honestly, I feel like cowgirl is more grabbable. I guess it's personal preference, really. Whereas, like, reverse is, like, mm, yes. (laughs) Yum, yum. (laughs) (laughs) Yum, yum. I had a friend. She was seeing this guy, and he loved cowgirl. Favorite position, reverse or otherwise. Yeah. Okay. And she was like wondering why that was. And then one day he did let slip. You know, I'm just I'm just a bit tired. <gasps> this was just his scheme to make women do the work. He was just starfishing. But wow. he he was claiming to be, he was like, I'm a feminist. No, no, no. Just lazy a lazy feminist, just lazy. that's for sure. Well Damn. to be I guess to like play like the devil's advocate, I feel like that's one of the only position guys can have that's just lying down. True. I feel like we might need to give them that. Yeah, but if that's all he's like, if that he's like claiming that he's like, oh, it's my favorite position, and like he's not just like admitting that he's like, you know, I just want to have like, I just want to be doing all the work. Okay, that's true. That's true. Mm. That's true. Yeah. I do have a good R word out here. Mm-hmm. I I had this in mind for Lachlan and our what pad moment conversation. <laughs> yes. Ravage. Ravage. <laughs> what a good. It's a good word. Like you ravaged it my really body. Like, it's just like a good sounding word, like ravage. <laughs> it is. It is a very um, animalistic kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like ravage someone. <laughs> I love a good ravage. <laughs> yeah. I, when you say it too many times, it feels like. It stops sounding like a real word. rabbit cabbage energy. <laughs> cabbage. Don't, don't ruin rabbit. this for me, I know. Well, I, said it too many t- I said it three times and I was like, nah, that's... <laughs> oh, gosh. Rope. 
you can do a lot. You a lot can of things do a lot with rope. With rope. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can tie knots. You can. You can, in fact, tie knots with rope. <laughs> you can show each other. I will knots. now explain to you verbally how to tie a knot on radio. <laughs> we could do a segment on that down the line. I think it's we like, get in an expert though for that one. Actually, being genuinely serious for a moment, you know, people do go like, "Oh, let's Portland let's use serious. Let's use rope or let's do this," and it's like they don't think it through, and then someone does end up getting hurt, and not in a hot and fun way. Yeah. And they're like, oops, that was dangerous. Yep, you don't want to get rope burned. Not bad. Kind of going down the rope train, I'm going to say rouge. I feel like that's such a sexy word. Mm. Like, rouge up them cheeks. Or like, (laughs) rouge the lips. Or like, even like, red lace. When I think of rouge, I just think of like Moulin Rouge. And I'm like, sex. (laughs) Yep, love it, love it. Lachlan's mm. just put down a cool word. I've just put down another one, and I can't believe this wasn't. I thought it was on the list. I'm so sorry. I think Lachlan. I hallucinated putting it on the list. Role play. Yes. Love awesome a role play. Not not dorky role play. Not like let's get in costume, but just like you spice it up. I engaged in a little bit of role play on Tuesday, and <laughs> Sarah was there. A bunch of people were there, and it made them just so viscerally uncomfortable to see me in that mode (laughs) and that was good because if that was their second-hand discomfort it meant that the man who was very much subject to that was right where i wanted him to be (laughs) we've got one last one that's like you know the big r relationship that is a big big r word dun 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 what do we define as a relationship well i mean it can be any there's so many different terms like you have a relationship with your family, with your friends. But obviously there's the big one, like, you know, a relationship with someone that you're in love with. But do we, like, consider dating a relationship? Like, where does that line, does that line cross when it becomes, like, quote-unquote exclusive? Any kind of, like, interaction or, like, relationship you have with the person is a relationship, right? Like, no matter what level it's on. But, yeah, I I feel like most people use it in the context of, like, oh, like, you're, like, committed to each other, like, you're, like partners or whatever but I don't think it has to be that I think you can be in a relationship like you're dating you could be dating other people but like I don't know I think it just depends on the person that's so so true I feel like we need to follow up on this next week and S week because there's relationships and then there's situationships yes oh my god so true not Lachlan just staring at me when he (laughs) says that No, but Thank like you, it, no, but it is important to be on the same page because sometimes someone's in the relationship chapter of the book and someone's not quite there it's yet. True. Maybe they're That's... reading a completely different book. And then the week after, we should do C and talk about communication. Honestly, every week is C week on this show. Every, every week is just us saying, "Please communicate." Yeah, communication is key, guys. <laughs> My gosh, we got raw and real. We did get raw and real. Speaking of raw protection. <laughs> <laughs> This is hot off the press. My friend was texting me from Brisbane. She's actually breaking up with her boyfriend today. And the last rule was that he will not use a condom. (gasps) And so she started on birth control and it was this whole thing. And then she was like, hold on, why am I taking all the responsibility so true. for the protection yeah. just so that you can stick it in rule. So it's a deal breaker. Break, they're broken deal up. Deal breaker. Yeah. Is it happening done. as we speak? Like, done. we need live updates. I think, yeah. <gasps> this is a developing story. Yeah. Next week, the breakup will have happened. Oh my God, breaking It'll news. It'll be past tense. Breaking up news. Now, Ruby, you weren't here last week, which is okay, although we did miss you. <laughs> it was a difficult week, but we got through. But where were you last Sunday? Well, I was watching the Women's World Cup final. What a moment. 
so exciting. I mean, less exciting, obviously, because the Matildas weren't in it, which, you know, all of Australia was behind them. But it was Spain versus England. I just, like, didn't really want to go for either of them because, like, England beat the Matildas. And Spain has had a lot of controversy going on. So, yeah, Spain's win has really been marred by a bit more of a serious story that's come out of it. So, after the game on Sunday night, the players were being presented with their awards. And... Louis Rubiales is the president of the Spanish Soccer Federation, Mm. and he picked up their star player, Hermoso, and kissed her on the lips. So it's not great. Oh, my God. Yeah. So FIFA has suspended Rubiales, the Spanish Soccer Federation president, from all football-related activities, national and international level, after the incident. And that's for 90 days while they investigate yeah, what's yeah, gone on here. Yeah. Rubiales was also chastised for grabbing his crotch after Spain's 1-0 victory in the final over England. He is currently under immense pressure to leave his post. Rubiales insists that the kiss was consensual. However, on the night, Hermoso said that she did not like it and on Friday released a statement saying, Rubiales' explanation is categorically false and part of the manipulative culture he himself has generated. She wrote, I felt vulnerable and a victim of an impulse-driven sexist out-of-place act without any consent on my part. Rubiales denies the allegations. The Federation has issued a statement early on Saturday saying that it would join Rubiales in taking legal action against Hermoso for what it claimed was lies. This very much distracted from the excitement of Spain's win, but in response to that, all 22 of Hermoso's triumphant teammates and 58 other Spanish players announced that they would not play for Spain unless Louis Rubiales resigned. So what should have been yeah. such a big moment for women's sport yeah. and women's soccer. And now you have an entire team going, we'd actually walk away over this. Yeah. So Spain already had a bunch of drama around their team leading up to the World Cup because a year ago, 15 of their players wrote to the Federation, explicitly to the president, Ruby Atlas, saying, we will not play unless you fire our coach because their coach was allegedly causing bad working conditions for them. So they all stepped away. So Spain basically had a brand new team for this World Cup, only like formed like a year ago. So the fact that they obviously won the World Cup was massive. They were an incredible team. Like if you watch the game, they they are clearly the best team in the league. They were amazing. But it really has been, yeah, it's been distracted. So, yeah. yeah. I want to pick up on that statement from Hermoso where she says, it's about this culture that he himself has generated, talking about those allegations, because it sounds like it was mm. more than just one night and one kiss, yeah. but it's part of a much broader conversation and a broader reckoning around what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. Not just in women's sport, but with consent, really, in 100%, general. 100%, yeah, definitely. I really feel for these women in this moment, especially Hermoso. We kind of had that conversation a bit more, like an Australian context, mm more so kind of a year ago, two years ago with what was happening in politics and then what's happening in high schools as well with consent Mm. education. Not saying that everything's fixed, but we have had that reckoning and have started to have that conversation and Mm. take those steps. Perhaps now Spain is at the beginning of what is quite a long journey. Mm. I'm hoping that things change for the better, but the fact that you know, he was so bold to do that on TV in front of millions and millions of people watching. And, yeah, he's refusing to resign. And as well, the Federation backing him as well. Yeah, exactly. Saying, we will take action against this woman for saying this, yeah. for speaking up. Yeah, who knows? Like, obviously, like, last year when the 15 players wrote to the Federation asking him to, them to fire the coach, they took the coach's side. And so with 
all of these like 22 teammates and 58 other Spanish players announcing they won't play for Spain until he resigns. I actually don't know if that's going to be enough, which is it's just it's awful. A few of the even like the men's team, uh, pe- men on the men's team have gotten mm. behind this, which is great to see. There's a lot of also a lot of other sports like the the lionesses, the English team. They put out a statement in support. Sam Kerr's posted on her Instagram story. A few of the other Australian players, like they've got the backing of the soccer world behind them, just not their federation. But with so many people involved, you do start to wonder. You know, just hearing these allegations that brings up a lot for a lot of people sometimes and you start to think what else is there and what have their experiences been so if listening to this conversation has raised any issues for you and your personal experience you can contact 1-800-RESPECT on 1-800-737-732 I had a little topic that I wanted to kind of discuss centered around clubbing and like when you're in a relationship what do you guys feel about your hypothetical partner going to a club? Like, how do you expect them to behave slash how would you behave in a club if you were in a relationship? I mean, all I care about is who are they going home with? Like, genuinely, what happens if the club stays at the club? But who are you going home with? Wait, I need to unpack this now. So, (laughs) what happens at the club stays at the club. So they can do anything at the club, you just don't care as long as they... Not my business. I'm not there. You can have, like, a little little pash between... What if they have sex with them in the bathroom? Well, obviously, okay, so there's a line (laughs) and we've found it. Great job. Just just try to find it, you know? Okay, what about third base? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going down, I'm going down. down Let's find the the line. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. I reckon reckon first or second. So see and touch is fine. Yeah. I'm being put on the spot here, but this is my... You signed up for this. Where I... (laughs) I did, and that was a mistake. But where I'm coming to this from is I had a friend and her boyfriend was just so, to be honest, controlling. She was a first-year uni student and she's going out and she's just, like, having fun. And then he would make it a big thing of, like, oh, you know, someone else gave you a lift home from the club. You know, you got in an Uber with this man or whatever, and it was just this big thing. And I was like, well, actually, that's not okay. And I think the main thing is... That's not an issue with her behavior. That's an issue with his trust. Mm. I had that. Like when I was doing an LDR, I'd, you know, go home and I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, this funny thing happened. And then I'd be like, oh, this other thing happened, blah, 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 blah. And then I'd be like, oh, you know, and I got into like I shared an Uber with a guy that I don't know. I'm on my way home and like I could just see his face getting more and more irritated Mm. by the stories I was telling him. And it wasn't like, oh, I made out with the guy in the club or like, oh, I danced with this like I hooked up or like. Maybe not even hook up. We, we can tone it down. Like I dance with a guy in a club. Or, God forbid, somebody buys me a drink in the club. And he just get more and more upset with me. That's kind of what inspired this topic. Did you find yourself then moderating what you would tell him? Yes. And going like, oh, I can't, I literally I just can't like, share this with you. All I took away from that was, okay, I need to share with him less. No, that's not how you want it to be, no. And it's also, it does low-key kind of turn into like, you feel like you're cheating. Like yeah, even though you're not doing anything wrong, but you're like, I know that if I tell them this story, then they'll like be annoyed. Exactly. And then it becomes like a, I feel like then it slowly descends into like walking on eggshells. Yeah, mm. definitely. Unhealthy. And that's the thing is it became this thing where at one point we were all out and we're having fun. And he rang her at like half 11, like, you know, where are you? Like, what's going on? Do you need oh me to pick you up? God. And it's like, because he was still on the, you got into a car with another man, so you let me know when you need to go home and I'll drive an hour mm. to pick you up. In yep. all honesty, I will take a free ride home from the clubs. Yeah. If that's what it takes to make you drive me home. <laughs> that, 
that's, that's not very healthy, though. If you, that's what oh. you need to get, then no. No, no, no. I mean, but if, anything for a free ride. I get what you mean. I get what no, you mean. No, I, I have had, like, so I, I've explained the situation to my friends with, with, like, the whole, like, oh, my partner doesn't like it when I get free drinks from guys in clubs. And my, my friends' responses were, like, get him to pay for your drinks done. I'm like, I, ca- I can't do that to him because that's like, also really rude. Yeah. Where's the line? Mm. I feel like I, I, in all honesty, so I have a boyfriend, but I feel like I, I don't actually remember the last time I got a free drink from a guy was who was my boyfriend. But I feel like if I did get a free drink from a guy in a club, my boyfriend would be like, "Fuck yeah, free drink for you, go." You. That's, I feel like that's right. the healthy response. Yeah, because like, be I like, wouldn't. Good job. Because if a guy buys me a drink in a club, I don't feel like I owe him anything. Exactly, and like, I guess my ex's perspective on it was like, yeah, but. You know he's buying it with the intention. I'm like, yeah, but I have no intention yeah. of doing that intention. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not accepting that drink with a. Oh yeah, this me accepting this drink means that I'm gonna have sex with you later. Like, no, that's not. That's not it. And this is why I'm actually now doubling down on how I open this segment. You've just solidified my point of view here. Let's say, you know, as the the partner who is not at the club, Mm. if you are so worried about what your partner is getting up to without you, and you are so hyper fixated on that, and you need to micromanage it and control it that's not healthy and that's not coming from a healthy place or a respectful place. If you are the partner in that situation at the club going, oh no, what am I doing? Is it crossing the line? Starting to hyperanalyze your own behavior just because of how this one person will think about it. That's also not healthy and not safe and you should get out of it. And in terms of my friend, I was like, babe, this is not okay. Like, get out of that. Definitely. Because it got to the point where we got the train home and her boyfriend drove all the way out. It was like a, I think a two hour round trip just to come and get her and take Mm. her home to her own house because he didn't want her in a house with me. Yeah, that's... With me. If I am threatening your masculinity, you know, at that point, the lights are off. Nobody is home. that's that's not good. Like, see, there's a thing. I feel like like it's all about trust in these situations. Like, my boyfriend, he went to the club the other night I don't know. I was like, okay, have fun. Did not think anything more about it because I trust him. Like, I trust him to, like, make the right decisions on the night out. And, like, you know, he, he's loyal, so I trust him. So, you know, I think mm. I think it just depends. Like, obviously it depends on the relationship, but I think it's yeah. all about trust and, like, communication as well. Like, communicating so, so true. what you're okay with and what you're not. It is not It is not what happens at the club. It's who you're going home with. And no. even still. No, even okay, still, do not no, no, back no, 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 that. I do not back that. Just <laughs> who are you going home with? If you're going home with me, <laughs> you probably still don't need to be that concerned. That's fair. You I get feel free like, Maccas. <laughs> I feel like there are so many more, like, little things mm. that I want to unpack about I guess clubbing slash like nightlife or like partying. Yeah. Um, and we can do that another time. Yeah, That's a topic to for it, another yeah. time. We will be circling back. I hope you're dreaming about us here in the New Year's show. Oh, they are. <laughs> With this voice? With the last thing they hear oh, on a Sunday night? So true. We are naughty and rude and they are thinking about us. <laughs> Daddy, send you to Live and rent free. Bedtime stories, babes. Ooh. All right, so. Is it advice time? I'm ready to give some advice. I think it is, in fact, advice time. So we had a listener question asking, what is your best sexual advice? I feel like the best sexual advice I gave was was last week with one of my friends in Brisbane who had been hooking up with this guy. I talked about this a little bit last week, but Liz had me on a 30-second timer yeah. while this was happening, so I didn't know that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't an invitation. <laughs> Alright, quick, go, go, go My gosh, but she was like <laughs> Turn that down <laughs> She was saying how this guy kept asking her, Like, what do you want? What do you want? While they were in bed And 
she thought he was asking her about like the relationship and where it was going. Oh, oh my like, god! No, 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 I no! Remember this. Dirty talk. And so then I was like, when you're in bed and you're with someone, you can be like, yeah, what do you want? Where do you want my hands? Like that kind of stuff. That's hot. Mm. That's hot because as well, like enthusiastic consent. Yeah. Make them beg. Make them beg. <laughs> I think. Sorry, what was that? I think. <laughs> you want you wanted me to do what? Beg. <laughs> my god i'm scared to you i'd say my best sexual advice is just like to be confident i guess and also yeah i think the same thing like figure out what you like on your own before like you know doing it with someone else it's all about like having experiences like help you figure out what you want what advice did you wish you had like when you were going into starting anything sexual like, what, what advice did you wish that you were given? I feel like saying it's, like, not a big deal when we're hosting a two-hour radio show about it. <laughs> Maybe we split the difference here, but it is not. Like, when something's awkward or something just happens, just style it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wish that's what someone had told me. Being like, you know, things will be awkward. They're not like in the movies. But I feel like if you're, like, an awkward teenager, it's, like, your first, like, sexual experiences. And you don't, like, I feel like if you don't have confidence because you've never done it before, it's hard to style out. It is just going to be awkward. I think the best advice I have for that is just it is a pretty big deal. We do have a two-hour segment on it. It's Clearly, it's something that needs to be spoken about more. In the same vein, it's actually not that deep. You just kind of have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. No, but I, I, but I think as a teenager, you know, like you, if you just get really in your own head about it because you've never done these things, so it can be awkward. But I think you just have to learn, like, just I em- guess embrace the, the awkward, and you just get used to it. You just get used to the fact that like sex is it. It's always awkward moments in sex. I don't think you ever right. grow out of them. But that's fine. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But yeah. I'm saying like you just get used to there being awkward experiences, and you get used to like you get. Good at laughing them off. I feel like the kind of person who needs that advice is not the kind of person who's going to take that advice. No. I remember Liz and I were at a party um, a couple of weeks ago and what? hearing about, you're okay, you're safe. Liz is like, oh no, what's he going to expose about good me? information. No, no, no. God. When people hear that we do the Naughty Rude Show, they're immediately like, oh my gosh, we have to tell you this. Yeah. So we were hearing about this guy. He was like just struggling to put on a condom, like multiple attempts. And because it took so long, could not stay hard. And it was just a complete disaster. And it's like, no, 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 you style that out get your partner to put it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's an easy fix, but in that moment when it's very awkward, it is also very easy to panic. And panic, like, oh, yeah. Be like, the confidence is gone. Ah, ah. Yeah. Literally, it's, oh, no, it's gone soft. It can be tricky, but I think, yeah, it's just about just about learning, trial and error, Yeah. you know, experience. You figure it out. <laughs> Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Liz, what's the advice you wish you had? There is no real end goal. It's just about having fun. Yeah. Like, enjoy yourself. That's that's it. That's that's That that should be the goal. Yeah. Just to enjoy it. I think the moment you turn it into something else, it gets both very stressful and it just kind of... It, it's just not nice. Yeah. Well, we have our last question, and this is an ethical debate that I'm looking forward to. Of course. I was talking to this guy. This was uh, many, many weeks ago at this point. And he was telling me that his partner was quite pissed off with him because he had kissed a woman on the forehead. I think it was in a club context. I'm not sure. We've just been talking about what's okay at the club. But this was the, the forehead kiss. And he was like, it didn't mean anything. Like It was just a as friends forehead kiss. Okay, all I can think when you're saying this, if it happened at the club, was it not a sweaty forehead? <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah, look, I wouldn't, but clearly... This guy was like, yeah, that's that's a that's yeah. a good for I mean I I think like forehead kisses are quite like 
sensual, to be honest. Mm. I think they come off as quite like, oh my God, I don't know a better word than this, but like they're quite like, er- er- they can be quite erotic. So I don't know, like, I feel like a kiss on the cheek's a bit more innocent, but a kiss on the forehead, like, it just feels a bit more like intense. I mean, a kiss on the cheek, I guess. Well, like, you know, like a quick yeah. kiss on the cheek, like hello mm, or goodbye. Like the true. French. True, yeah? yes, yes, yes. But a kiss on the forehead, it feels intentional. Yes. You're doing it on purpose. Like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't kiss anyone on the forehead that wasn't my partner. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's different to a cheek. Yeah, but I guess, like, to I guess to play, let's let's have some journalistic yeah, yeah, neutrality yeah. here for this poor man who's now having Devil's a dirty advocate. laundry. Yeah, dirty laundry ad out on radio. I guess... Was it the club? Was it dark? No, no, I don't think it's okay. I think I, it's a bit more. It's it's because it's emotional. It's like a lot. It's a lot yeah. less like a pash, and more is like a very sensitive, I like think sweet so too. thing to do. Mm. It's like a like yeah. This is the thing. I'm like, I think I'd be a lot more offended actually. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd rather you just cheat on. It's like a emo- <laughs> it's like emotional cheating, right? <laughs> See, I, I mean, at that point, just hook up in the bathroom. <laughs> Like, I'd rather you have, like, empty sex with someone yeah. at this point. Oh, my God. See, like, I don't think it's, like, cheating per se, but, yeah, I think it's, like, that emotional element. Hey, like, I, I just think, mm. I think it potentially could be, like, I mean, I know it's a physical act, but it feels, it definitely feels more emotional. So, yeah. if anything, I call it emotional cheating, but I, yeah, I'd be upset if I found out my boyfriend had kissed someone on the forehead at the club. I'd be like, what? I'd not be like, I would want to know, I genuinely why? But like, why? Like, what led? Like, what led you? What possessed you to do that? Exactly. But all I can think of is that this person's head was probably sweaty if they'd been dancing <laughs> the club all that's night. That's all she's like, thinking of. Guys. It's just I just wouldn't want a kiss a sweaty forehead. <laughs> I guess at least she got some electrolytes out of it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, yeah. We're not co-signing forehead kissing. Yeah. On this. No, I think no, not, all not of us have come endorsed. to the conclusion that that's that's not a nah, not, not a endorsed. Got any burning questions? There's a cream for that. Hit us up at the thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Now, last week, Sarah and her friends dropped by the studio where we were producing the show to tell Lachlan a scandalous story. So, this was last year. Yeah, it was last year. I was, we were working at Melbourne Show. I met this person. Raymond. 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 Ray Ray. Yeah, Ray Ray for short. We kind of like got it going, you know? Like, like we, we, it was like, it was a nice vibe and things like that. Did he have Riz? Like, what's, what's the, oh, tell us about Raymond? Yeah, yeah, everything in the he, package. His background and everything is just, I said, damn. I seen it from afar. I said, yup. That's what word was going around that me and him, like, people, like, they're starting to know that me and him are talking. How did you feel about that? This I was, think this, was, I this was known. Like, I don't really care because mm. at the end of the day, it's what? Melbourne show. I'm not going to speak to him again. Right. So it was like a one-time thing. He's just—he's just a convenience. Exactly. <laughs> so um, it was just a hidden dip. Yeah, <laughs> it was legit that his cousin worked there as well. Oh. Yeah. So there's um, witnesses. When she found out that me and him were kind of like talking, she was working with her. So she told her that he has a this is a fiance <gasps> pregnant. <gasps> Oh, I think it's okay. He's cracking onto you. Yeah. But he's got a fiance. Mm-hmm. She's got a bun in the oven. Yep. Yep. You don't know anything about I, this. I did and, not know anything. The wedding, the wedding was soon too. They weren't engaged just yet. Oh. Yeah, so at the time, they were kind of like, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend. And she was pregnant. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. You didn't I had know. no How could idea. you know? Exactly. I've never met this person before. And so she's ha- in and she's in Sydney. She's all the way in Sydney. She's like He's here in Melbourne. Thousand kilometers away. Yep. He has his dick out to everybody. How about that? Anyways, my manager, um, she pulled me aside. She's like, Oh, are you talking to Ray Ray? 
I said, yeah. And she looked at me, you know, he has a girlfriend that's pregnant. And I'm like, what? I, I was like, I was baffled. I was like, wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then she's like, yeah, she's in Sydney. And basically she was telling me, like, his situation with the girl. So I'm like, okay. Obviously me, I don't b- go off other people's words. I no, go straight to no. the person. And that's good journalism, right? You're an investigator. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I respect I'm gonna be that. I'm going to a detective. Okay, so you're on the hunt. What clues are you yeah. finding? So I just went straight to the source. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I'm going to chat to you on some like real stuff, and you've got to be honest with me. So where, where was this conversation taking place? This the, was, was it a confrontation? It wasn't a confrontation. No, day. no. I just like, no. like, I went up to him respectfully, calmly, and I said, listen, this was at um, the last day of the show. Okay. Because throughout the whole two weeks, we were like, just, you know, just chatting and stuff like that. So then, How do you respectfully and calmly say to someone, do you have a secret fiancé who is pregnant? You know what it is? Because at this point, we all knew. So it was just like, we're all telling her, you might as well just tell him, like ask yeah. him about it because everybody knows. And she's like, we don't want her to look stupid, you know? Exactly. No. So, so I know? went up to him and I'm like, listen, I want you to be honest with me and don't lie. If you have a, if you have a baby mama and a girlfriend... I don't like. I don't play with that. No. That's not for me. You know, I'm just gonna dip. He fool looked me straight in the eye. He said, "Nah, don't." Wow. Exactly. He's like, "Nah, don't. Don't listen to rumors. It is what it is. People just want to talk about me because it's for the fun. Whatever I say, whatever comes out of my mouth is true. And I'm telling you right now, I don't have a girl or um, a baby on the way. Okay. I'm like, okay. So all so- of your friends are telling you that this man has a baby mama. But then you're saying, I'm right, so stupid. He is telling you, he's looking he's you in the, yeah, eye, in the and eye, and he's saying, you can take, you know, trust me, right, yeah. on my word. Because, like, the way he said it, it actually, like, made sense. Like, and I, I'm stupid, but I actually believed it. I actually fell for it. So how long did this go on for? Oh, Ray Ray? This was, like, two weeks. <gasps> Not even, like, it the was really bad. The whole time at Melbourne Literally Show. Literally the whole time. The whole, yeah, Melbourne Show. Wow. And yeah. he just kept telling her, don't believe and other I'm people. I'm sorry, but his friends? talk. His friends knew about his situation. And they told me, yeah, no, no, no. They all had his back to the all covering up you for know, him. You know, it's covering up for him. And I'm just like, wow. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even get to the best part. <sighs> I'm Anyways, sorry. Yeah, so we, we got a cracking in the backseat of the car. Mm. Oh, it didn't, you know, just a little hookup situation. That's Ooh, it. Oh, my God. Is this before or after this was the after revelations? He, this was after he told me that, oh, I but don't he, have he's a told you, no. Yeah. No, it's all lies. He denied it completely. You're like, okay, there's no one in Sydney. She that's fine. There's a spot on the back seat with my name on it. Let's go. <laughs> let's get it. Yep. Let's yep. get it rolling. This is what happened. After that, a couple of days after that, my friend sends me a picture of him on one knee <gasps> with his girl that's pregnant. Proposing to her. Proposing to her. And this is not even the worst part. He told her he's going to go to Sydney for like a job or yeah. whatever. He, he went to fucking marry her. Yeah. He literally went to marry her. Oh and it was a baby God. shower too. He proposed to her at the fucking baby shower. <laughs> oh my gosh. I saved that photo and I sent it straight to him. <gasps> I said, congratulations. What did, did you he do say? What did he nothing. say? I said, congratulations. What did he and say to that? He left it open. He didn't say anything. Oh. And he still has me on socials. Did oh. you tell his fiance? Okay, guy, this is... I'm not one of those girls that gets in between. Listen, he did what he did. It's not my business to tell his girl. If all of his friends from Sydney know. Everybody knows. One of them. One all of them can tell her. If you were the fiancé and that was happening, wouldn't you want to know? That's exactly what I said. But like, think of it as this way. Like, She doesn't want to get involved in something, you know? I don't want to like, have a name. 
And plus, all the way in Sydney, If it too, was just like, a boyfriend-girlfriend thing, then okay. But they're getting married. That's, yeah. like, set for life. This is my thing, right? I've never wanted anything more in my life, like a home-and-away wedding, where, like, everything goes wrong, where oh, someone objects. Oh, like, <laughs> So this is what you do. You go to the wedding, you crash the wedding, and then yeah. right when they're like, does anyone object to this union, you stand up, and yep. you go, your honour, I have an objection, and that objection is in the backseat of a car in my <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. It's in like a Book of a ticket. Get the, the flights. Is, Let's go. I'm working oh this year Melbourne show and he's going to be there. So booking tickets, you know, having flights. That was Sarah with Lachlan in the studios. We need to unpack some stuff. We do. That was, again, just that's the best conversation I have had in these studios all year. What? And it will continue. He's going to be He's going to be at the Melbourne show this year. Did you just say that was the best conversation you've had? I didn't. I looked you in the eyes. I said it. What are you going to do about it, Liz? Read his mic. (laughs) (laughs) Explain yourself, Lachlan. Uh, You're in the hot seat. (laughs) Have you, Liz, hooked up with a man in the backseat of a car who has a pregnant fiancé in another city? Yes or no? I, I I do have a story I can add to that, uh, but the answer to that simply is no. Okay, but I so do have s- my I had a guy stands. who had a girl my who was pretending stands. to be pregnant. Pretending? Oh my god. Pretending. Okay, we're gonna need to revisit that. We will that unpack that week. another time. Just one thing that I would like to kind of revisit because I feel like it wasn't really addressed mm-hmm. in our expansive conversation about that incident was just how do you even navigate? Like, let's say you're seeing someone. Let's say, like, Ruby, your your partner. Mm-hmm. How long have you been seeing him? Four years. Four years. So what if someone comes up to you and is like, this this man who you've been seeing actually has a pregnant fiancé in another city and oh. they have credible evidence? Like, how do you navigate that situation? How do you, like, you've got to look him in the eye and you have to ask him that question. Uh, no, I wouldn't be asking that question. I'd be screaming that question. <laughs> I'd be <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> uh, I'd be, like, a, a genuinely shocked um but yeah i would be confronting him straight away for sure and then i'd be telling all my friends and i'd be using it for content on stuff like this because that's a good story like you gotta turn your pain into funny stories for other people that's how you know you're a media creator when all you can see when people tell you bad things is how can i turn that into content for my show yeah and also like telling my therapist be like so this happened lol like yeah just turning into a funny story you know Mm. but no there would be some screaming first because i'd be Freaking mad. I think you'd be entitled to that. How about you, Liz? Let's say the guy who you're seeing at the moment, I bought him Maccas. There's a connection there. There's commitment, right? See, Suddenly we find out that um, he's, he's from New Zealand. Let's say yeah. there's, there's a pregnant fiancé in New Zealand. How would you react to that? How would you have that conversation with him? Oh, fiancé. I'd probably... Well, I'd, I feel like I'm at this point where I could just end it and continue with my life. Mm. But like it's not it's know. not to the stage where I'm in a four year relationship. Yeah, with like the man. I'm in a four year relationship. I live with this man. I'd be like, when did you have the time? <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, I'm like, how did this happen without me like noticing you were gone uh, like all the time? Like, how did your fiance, other fiance, that you got pregnant, not notice that you were just never there? <laughs> I think, I think firstly, I'd, I'd probably start analytically just asking him questions for show content. And then I, it probably kick in that I should be offended about this. <laughs> I think that's it. it would kick in that you should be offended about this when we're interviewing him live on air. Let's be real. Absolutely. We would get him in this You video. know who you are. If you have a fiancé, we want to talk about it. Don't worry. It's a safe place. <laughs> However, it, this will it... be playing in the background the entire time. <laughs> no pressure. 
Where is your fiance? When did she get she? pregnant? What Who is name? she? What are you going to name the baby? <laughs> oh my gosh. What was it? Esme? <laughs> Renesme. Renesme. There we go. Oh Moving my gosh. Moving swiftly along. Yeah. Wait, okay. So Lachlan, what about you? What about me? If you had a partner and they had a fiance in another country. I'd be like, okay, go to that country. Go to that, get a one-way ticket. Do well, not come back. I feel like that, is, <laughs> the, that is actually the general consensus is that maybe you just end the relationship. But what if they're hot? I mean, the ethical thing you do is you... Well, actually... There actually, are other I, hot I've people changed, in the world. No, I've, changed my answer. I've changed my answer. I would call the fiancé. <gasps> yes! You would be that person? No, no, no. no. We Stare have the them on the show. We don't need the boy. So true. We get the fiancé. We call them live on the show like they do with breakfast TV where they ring people up to tell them that they've won money. Yeah, but like, except <gasps> it's like really bad yeah. news. Yeah, yeah it's like, hey, it's you're to... live on radio and we have some terrible news for you right now. Yeah. I've been dating your fiancé this entire time. That's how new... Get the music, though. That's how new game show. That'd be scandalous. You're listening to The Naughty Root Show. There's something you should know about your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> so we just found out that they're dating me. How do you feel about it? Uh... <sighs> I didn't know he could pull that much. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, uh, he did? <laughs> My gosh. Well, back to the hot point, though, Lachlan. There's a lot of hot people out there. They're not worth it. Just find a new hot person. That is so, so true. You can do better. That's yeah. so true. You deserve I, better, actually. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that's been the take-home message of have... a lot of weeks recently. It's just He's just a convenience. He did just find, message me saying he a has a fiancé in New Zealand. He did, yeah. <gasps> so, so when is he calling in, guys? Yeah, live on air next week. Let's go. Time. I knew it. When he bought the Happy Meal, I was like, you've, you've, you've bought this children. for your... Yeah, you've got children. <laughs> you knew. He was so disappointed there wasn't a toy in that Happy Meal. What? There was no toy? That of was course he same... was disappointed. He needed it for his child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His unborn child. If anyone should be disappointed about the lack of toy in the Happy Meal, it should be me because I'm the one who paid for it. <laughs> yeah, ripped off. My god. Scammed by Maccas. Wow. What a show it's been. Just we had that scandal there at it the was, end. We also started up with Sarah's really cute meet cute at the Matildas I, game. I'm so excited for her. I know it was such. Oh, I loved that story. Very exciting. <laughs> I need to know how that goes. And we were talking when she was leaving of like, so when you're on the day, like start recording a voice message. Yeah, like we, we need, need the we, we need, need the footage. Yeah, we need like. Mm. Receipts, <laughs> yeah. but also no. I think it was good tonight. We actually we discussed some ethical issues. We and did. We we found like some serious stuff, but mm. also some it's not that deep kind of stuff, which yeah. was fun. If you want to catch up, maybe you've missed it. Maybe you're like, oh my gosh, it's four minutes past ten. I've missed the Naughty Rude show yet again. You um, haven't. The podcast will go haven't. up this week. You can find the, spot, the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, the Naughty Rude show. If we're not there. But somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Real. Pick a better platform. Real. It is even on like a vinyl record that you can find in like a Carlton op shop. <laughs> the and latest we episode. Are everywhere. The latest episode. Lock- yeah. That's Lachlan's job. We get job. them printed. Yeah. Alongside helping me edit these podcast episodes, he has mm. his job description actually lists out, puts messages into bottles. Yeah. And also dumps vinyls into random off stores. Export the podcast onto increasingly absurd forms of obsolete media. And I take it incredibly seriously. <laughs> you hear that voice, that voice is somebody who takes things very seriously. Yeah. Daddy Let takes Daddy care handle of it. this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, maybe you're not a vinyl person, you're more with the here and now. You're on the socials. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Sorry, not Twitter, X. 
Let's not get into it. <clears throat> Instagram, I mean, Facebook. Sorry. X does feel like the kind of app that Naughty Rude would be on, to be fair. Because it's like X-rated. that icon, X-rated, exactly. We're on there. That's Naughty Rude Sin, that's S-Y-N. You can look us up and get involved. Send us through uh, some questions. But that's it for tonight. That is it for tonight. Yeah. It's very, very sad to, like, let you guys go. <laughs> but, you know, next week we'll be back where we started. <laughs>